everybody. Welcome to the Talking Disney Classics podcast. And we are really excited today to be able to talk about the rescuers. This is going to be one that I think everybody's been looking forward to because we don't disagree that often, but this is definitely one of those Disney films that uh, Stanford and I see differently on. So it's going to be a, it's, we're going <laughs> to, we're going to fight it out. It's going to be intense. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the knockdown drag out. <laughs> so, Sam, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the podcast. How are you? I'm doing good. I am hanging in there, and uh, it's been it's been a crazy time. Wow, my and, stars uh, has it yeah. ever? Oh my gosh! It it feels like uh, summer has been. I mean, it's just, I, 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 I hear about, you know, you think about things happening in August and I'm just like, like I wonder Wonder Woman, you know, coming in August. I'm just yeah. like, that might as well be a millennial way. Like it's <laughs> never going to get here. Isn't it the truth? It's just in the oh, time I... warp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was watching the, the Bill and Ted's, uh, yes. Trailer. Face the music. <laughs> I need the time machine because <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. Well, I'm glad you're doing okay. And we'll just yeah. keep going on. And, you know, and honestly, thank goodness for all these streaming services. Thank oh. goodness for Disney plus so that, uh, that's really been able, I know to keep me company yeah. <laughs> some of these days Oh yeah, to never end. Yeah. yeah. Thank goodness. I I've really been enjoying all of them. I, I mean, I have more, I mean, I always say that the last thing we needed is more entertainment. Like it, there's, there's no excuse for any human being to be bored. No excuse. I, know, right? I don't want to hear it. We've got so <laughs> many options. It's, it's really something. Yeah. yeah. And I was, in fact, just yesterday I was watching the, the new Looney Tunes cartoons with my niece and that was so much oh, fun. fun. Uh, I, you know, I love the, I love them. I think they are just brilliant. And there's a few that are available on, on uh, YouTube for free, I think two or three. And so you definitely should watch them. They're so good. I, I was, I was super impressed with everything and it was really cool. I got to interview the composer for the, oh, yeah. yeah, for the the cartoons, uh, Carl Johnson over Rotoscopers. Oh, that was really That's cool. so great. Because the music made a huge difference in those shorts. And uh, he did a bunch of uh, stuff for Disney, as well as Warner Brothers. Uh, he did the um, uh, Piglet movie. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, and a number of others. And so it was pretty cool because I've gotten to... Um, I got to interview uh, the Kevin Kiner, the the composer for the Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah, and so I, oh, wow. I feel like I've been able to, recently been able to dive into scores. All these, so that's yeah, fun. Luminati oh, working for uh, the uh, <laughs> you know, doing these on these cool projects. Yeah, it's been yeah. so cool. Uh, but yes, yeah, so today we are going back in time to 1977 to talk about the rescuers yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and 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 uh, really we've got a double feature yes two, two movies two. 
because we had actually gotten from the random number generator we'd actually gotten rescuers down under and it just doesn't make sense to cover that before you cover the original and uh it i feel i feel like it also i don't know it just makes sense to cover them both at the same time so that's what we decided to do yes and good call this the rescuers it was based on a book and it has a pretty interesting backstory a series of books um yeah by marjorie sharp right isn't that the name i believe that's the name of the author uh yeah and i guess it had been originally uh pitched to disney to walt disney uh and but he didn't uh, it just says on wikipedia it says he there was unhappy with the political overtones so i'm not sure what uh i mean obviously there's some politics in 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 the movie i haven't read the books um but i haven't either i haven't read the books and i keep thinking i should every time i watch the rest of like, you know i should yeah. check out at least the first one by marjorie sharp and see yeah. see what i think and if how it compares to the movie you know you know if the movie does the book justice <laughs> that kind of thing yeah yeah because i guess the original uh the book is about a poet who's been held captive by a totalitarian government in uh it's it's basically like a russia and siberia like country so i don't know if there was more obvious sort of cold war kind of mm-hmm. stuff in there <laughs> yeah that they didn't want to bring into disney but uh then in the early 70s they uh they gave the project over to don bluth uh, <clears throat> who then decided to kind of make it uh, a project for the young animators uh to work on so you had people like ron ron clements ron clements is in the credits yeah glenn king mm-hmm. john pomeroy right yeah. yeah that were involved and then uh it got picked back up by once the once the a crew had finished robin hood then they got they kind of picked up the the rescuers and made it their their project and i'm sure that did not go over well with don bluth yeah <laughs> what year did don bluth leave disney it to? was it was like 79 i think yeah, it was right so. during uh or 78 or 79 it was right during uh fox Fox production yes okay uh, which i mean i can understand why it would make you mad or richard what's it richard rich richard rich he was in this one he was involved yeah um and then notice his name in the credits too yeah who's kind of a utah darling that's right (laughs) the living scriptures that's right Uh, and so you know it's pretty interesting uh backstory i guess uh you can see the uh the the time then uh and so <laughs> this there's some things there's a lot of things i don't like about this movie but the whole concept i think is kind of cute and it's interesting because the 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 first one is a real mystery it feels like a mystery it's yes. got the tone of a mystery and then the second one it feels like an adventure yes. story and 
I don't know. That's interesting. I mean, is that one of the things that you like about it? The fact that it, it, it has this feel of a mystery? Well, that's one of the, that's one of the things I like about it. And, you know, one of the things I should probably establish is that this, you know, this movie came out in my childhood mm-hmm. and it's a real sentimental favorite. So you know yeah. how that, that can, that just, that is what it is, right? When right. it's when something sentimental like that. Um, so not saying that that's good or bad, but no, just, we all just have know, it. <laughs> you know, um, uh, but I think that the mystery element of it, it's kind of this interesting combination of, of a mystery and a bit of a musical. Cause there's these, you know, there's some, even though the songs are almost like a bit of a montage, you know, there's uh-huh. like, uh, Background songs. like the opening sequence and, and whatnot and then when they're flying to devil's bayou and whatnot but uh but i i do like the i do like the mystery component yeah for sure mm-hmm. yeah i mean i i totally get what you're saying because i feel that way about anastasia anastasia came out when i was 16 and it was just primed for like everything that i like the mm-hmm. type of music the the type of animation the type of everything speaking and, of don bluth yeah right? speaking of don bluth <laughs> and so I, I love it i am totally aware of its flaws and weaknesses but i don't know i just have an affection for it i, yeah. <laughs> I really love it yeah uh, but uh but uh yeah so we all have it we all do um and yeah this was one that i I remember going to see when they re-released it in the eighties uh, when I was little, little and I didn't like it. It was scary to me. Well, <laughs> I was going to say, you know, and I was, I was old enough that I was more, I mean, I, I was scared, but then all there's always a scary element in a Disney movie. Yeah, me, that's you true. Know? That's true. But, but this one, there's a, yeah, as well, as well, as we'll talk about, and I'll give that to you because it's, it's scary, but that's also one of the reasons why, I like it because I yeah. feel like that that this movie, even though I mean it's all animated and it's you know and we know it's going to have a happy ending, but uh, I just feel like that it has some real. There were some stakes in it, mm-hmm. you know that that yeah. uh, there was some real you know quote unquote danger involved and uh, that yeah that's that's appealing to me. But I can also I totally get it, Rachel. That I mean I Madame Medusa would be like combination of that and then poor little. Penny getting down in the cave, and I think I know we'll get to that. So, but it's like the stuff of nightmares. Yeah, <laughs> it know? is. It's so yeah, the, the water. Oh my goodness, all that stuff. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. So, it, the other thing that I don't love about this movie is I think that it is sloppy. I think the animation is very sloppy. Uh, it's the one where because they did the the Easy Rocks uh, with the white a white border a gray border and there's lots of times especially when there's any kind of movement where you where you can see sort of halos around the characters when you can see you can see it it just doesn't look as good as most disney movies look like Mm -hmm. even something like the aristocats that is flawed in the story the animation with the colors and uh, i feel is more special than anything that you get here yeah that's a really good point yeah and i i i feel like that was a mistake to to change the change from the black outlines to the white outlines Mm -hmm. because i mean because it just looks 
doesn't look great. And so that it's, it's one of those movies that I guess it's harder for me to kind of like, I feel like a lot of other Disney movies, they, I can sort of appreciate them on an artistic level. Uh, but this one, I don't even love it artistically. Yeah. Uh, there's a few right. parts that I like, uh, particularly we'll talk about it, but particularly when, when, when uh, Orville's flying, there, mm-hmm. there's some nice parts there. And I actually, we'll just start talking. I love the introduction with the um, stills uh, of the, the, I do the bottle. I, I really think that those are effective. And I don't know if those are watercolors or what kind of, uh, painting style that and in the uh-huh. medium that they used but i yeah. think that the the camera work is effective on those stills and and uh you know the story of of the, of the bottle that penny sends you know that penny is is hopped off of her off of the riverboat where she's trapped um, right and i'm with you i, I and I, I think the song to that who will rescue me song i'm trying i I can't remember the exact name of the song of the opening credits, but it's also to me just screams of the 1970s. <laughs> oh, <know>? yes. Shelby <laughs> uh, Flint is her thank name. You. Singer's name. Yeah, Shelby Flint. And the, <laughs> the style the stylings of Shelby Flint. You know, I mean it just is just just reeks of of uh yeah. of that 1970s kind of vibe, you know. It really does. It feels like uh Karen Carpenter and Captain yes. Neil had a baby. So it was just, I was just going to say, <laughs> it's like <laughs> this easy listening, you know, of the 1970s. <laughs> and, and I guess, again, that's, that's nostalgic for me, but I think, I mean, it dates it. Oh yeah, it does. You know? Definitely dates it. And it's but. so, all the songs are so morose. Like I wish that, I mean, I guess not, except for the eight society song, but I wish that there was kind of a, I, I think it would have been fun maybe even to have Medusa have her own song. I I wish that there was a Cruella de Vil, Cruella, yeah. or you know what I mean? Something like that's just like a little bit more funny, a little more yeah. fun instead of, uh, Instead of tomorrow is another day, you know, it's yeah. just like so sad. And uh, <laughs> um, who will rescue me? And like they definitely go for almost a film noir kind of a feel. I mean, everything's it's very rainy, it's very sad, it's very solve the case kind of an aesthetic. And uh, to this, pretty much the whole movie is is that way, and. And so, I mean, the only real, you have two sources of comic relief we'll talk about, but, but, uh, but yeah, it's a very uh, kind of morose, sad film noir kind of a feel to the, the movie, mm-hmm. which is different. It is different. And I think, and, and again, this is the little, little boy Stanford talking, <laughs> but, uh, or, or kind of, you know, I also though remember thinking that that I it made it seem different. Yeah. And not that different is 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 necessarily good, but I I I think one of the things I do like about the film, or of course one of the many, yeah. <laughs> but that uh, that it is unique. Yeah. Because uh, because I'm, I'm with you. Even though the animation style seems seems rough, I. 
to me, I think it's, 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 it's unique to the film. <laughs> and, and uh, same with this kind of mystery noir yeah. style. It, it, it's unique and maybe not necessarily good or, or really kid friendly <laughs> in, in, in a lot of ways, but I, yeah. I, I do appreciate its, 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 its uniqueness. One thing that's really weird about both these movies is that they never ever sort of acknowledge that it's weird that the, I mean, I guess they do make one little joke at the end uh, with the news report, but, but that they, the kids can talk to the animals in both. I of know them. I'm with you. That, that <laughs> is... I mean, it, Penny's not even amazed. She's just like, Oh, okay. You know? Like, yeah. Not... <laughs> yeah. Cause like it's established, you know, Penny's talks to the cat. And yeah. She's <laughs> yeah. talking to these other animals. <laughs> not, not all, but also not all of the animals talk back, which is, you know, like yeah. the alligators, they don't, they're not talking back, are they? They just got right. look yeah. menacing. But anyway, it, it, yeah, it's one of those things that the way that this world is established, you think, okay, because <laughs> that, yeah, because she's just like, that's all who they sent me. It's just these mice. <laughs> I'd be pretty excited if if uh, mice were talking to me. Yeah, like my in, mice and clothes that are talking to me. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and it sounds like Ava Gabor. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, and so we get the the cutest scene in the whole movie is the Rescue Aid Society scene, uh, where they get the bottle and you you get the little Rescue Aid Society. Well, it is so cute, and I just love the whole setup that they're you know they're going into the United Nations building in New York City, and then you see all the humans that are there from different countries going yeah. to their various meetings. It's cute. And then you just see there's this, how they introduce that there's this other world going on with, yeah. with the mice. And, and Bernard uh, is the janitor. Yeah. Uh, we actually, this is way back when I, my grandma used to take us on a 10 year old trip. So when I was, so this was 91 was it was actually 90 because it was right before my birthday we we and in 1990 i I got to go to uh disneyland and uh, i guess that would have been right before yeah right before the or right around when the new movie had come out i got to go to disneyland in 1990 and uh and we my cousin was doing a whole bunch of concerts that's so that's why we kind of did that trip for our 10 year my 10 year trip yeah and so we went to we went to Disneyland, we went to Knott's Berry Farm, we went to a bunch of different places. And we went to Beverly Hills Hilton, I believe. And my grandma was just like, oh my gosh, that is Ava, Ava Gabor. The, uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and we saw her at the, uh, at the hotel. And She's I was the just there, yeah, there she was. And my, <laughs> I was like, wow. And so we got to we I, we could hear her talking and you know across the room or whatever and and uh, there she was and <laughs> oh, that's and so I great. knew her from the movie that this is I mean yeah. I haven't seen anything else with her and I was like oh that's Bianca's voice yeah that's, that's Miss Bianca <laughs> <laughs> so yeah <laughs> that's a, that's a weird memory that I have. That's a but great memory. They have a fun voice cast, Bob Newhart and Ava Kabor. I think that's a really winning 
yeah thing about this film too is the, is 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 the voice cast uh Mm-hmm. Geraldine Page is so good as Madame Medusa. I love, I just love Joe Flynn anyway. Uh-huh. In, 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 you know, how he always plays like just those crazy characters he plays in, in some of those live action Disney films from, from the sixties and the seventies. Yeah. That he's, he's so good. I think is Mr. Snoops. Um, I thought that, that Medusa was Carol Burnett for years uh, because she reminded me so much of Miss Hannigan. Oh yeah, Annie and I. She's totally like Miss Hannigan, yeah. isn't she? Yeah. And I, so I thought, I mean, for because I never just checked, I thought for years that she that was Carol Burnett, and it kind of sounds a little bit like Carol Burnett. It does. No, now me. that you say it, and then you know the red hair. And, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Because I was scared of Miss Hannigan too. <laughs> she was oh. scary. <laughs> Miss Hannigan is horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but anyway, so yeah, they were they were originally planning on Medusa being uh being Cruella. And I kind of wish they had kept that. How do you feel? You know, really fun to have Cruella. It it, it, it yeah, that would have been fun to have 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 Cruella back and and I even thought this as a as a clueless little kid, but Medusa reminded me a lot of Corella in a lot of ways. You know, even though she wasn't after the after you know <laughs> the fur the the puppies, she she had another another greedy quest going on, mm-hmm. but selfish yeah. quest. But but uh, just like the way she drives her car and 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 just how how flamboyant she is, you know, right? Yeah. Yeah, and before that, we we meet Rufus, and he's very sad. Well, <laughs> sad Rufus at the Rufus and, well, and little Penny. Well, yeah, because we meet Rufus because yeah. Bernard and Bianca are off to try to figure out what you yeah. know where what's going, what happened to Morningside Orphanage, and try right. to learn more about and Penny. So yeah, so Rufus tells the sad story about Penny and not getting adopted. <laughs> well, and you know, I, I mean, I always get emotional in that scene. But, but I, I got to tell you, Rachel, one of the things again, this is another one of the things that I, personally I really love about the movie. And please, no, I'm not trying to convince you. No, no, I, I think neither of us are. But please, no, <laughs> I, 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 I totally respect your opinion on this. But uh, one of the things just that I that I love in this scene is that Rufus, who's just this kind of grandpa cat, you know, for lack of a better uh-huh. word, right? He kind of is just. He's got that scarf in his in his glasses, and, but uh, he he you know poor Penny is devastated because she didn't get picked again you know by right by a family to you know to get adopted, and Rufus gives her that little poem um, that faith is a bluebird we see from afar is for real and as sure as the first evening star you can't touch it or buy it or wrap it up tight but it's there just the same making things turn out right. Which I just feel like that's again, that's cute. It, it's a really, it's it, and it's hopeful in a dark, kind of a dark movie. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know, it's but, true. But, it, but it's like this, it's this, it's this, it's this hope that I feel that carries that film, that carries through the film. Yeah, well, and uh, and they they actually have Penny praying at a later point, which I think which is interesting is one of the only, if not the only times and i can think of in a disney film where our protagonist our protagonist yeah it's not very often 
that you yeah. see a prayer like that. And I, I, I do like that. I enjoy that. And uh, my, so he tells them about the pawn shop. And so they go and they find Medusa there. And I guess the thing about it for me is that she's just too much for me. I just find her so irritating and I know she's supposed to be the bad guy. I get that. But the thing that 101 Dalmatians does so much better, I think is because, because most of the time the puppies are with Jasper and Horace, you, you get just enough. I think of Cruella to be fun. You get just enough of her to not be too much. And I just can't stand medusa i just hate her so much she's so mean and she's just so shrill and shrieky and i just really dislike her and i other people like really think she's a hoot and i was talking to the girls from the rotoscopers morgan and chelsea and they were you know they were mimicking her voice and just thought she was so funny and and so it's just uh i just i just get too much of her especially by the time they're they're bringing her down to the cave and she's up there I don't you. the devil's yeah. eye and i'm just like oh i hate this woman so much <laughs> so awful well she's she's awful and i i've always found her very menacing yeah oh she's so you mean know, i that, mean that that she's she's i think and and, and because uh I mean, and it almost feels. I mean, it's, she's over the top, but it feels pretty real. Like mm-hmm. you know, this is a this is a character that could exist, in a, in, right. you know, in its own weird in its own weird way. But who's you know who's basically kidnapped a you know a young child to, for her for this greedy conquest and to put this child in incredible danger, mm-hmm. you know, to to try to meet this goal and and. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I mean, I, I always find Cruella Deville funny and, and entertaining, and I always find Medusa pretty scary. Yeah, she's really scary, and yeah, she, I mean, she tells Penny that who would want to adopt you, oh, little girl like just, you? It's so mean. It just breaks your heart, you know. <laughs> and yeah, but when again, she's like. You get down there and find the big diamond, or you'll never see your teddy again. And I'm just oh, like, this is so awful. I hate. It. She's so mean. Yeah. <laughs> but again, yeah. again, for and for me, again, that's why I feel like this. The stakes just feel pretty. Um, oh, I mean, for lack of a better word, real in the yeah. in this in this movie. It, it, it does. Yeah. I mean, it, it tones it down when you have, they try to, the comic relief, you have Orville. So they go to, they go to fly on Orville. And that yeah. is so much fun. Oh, my stars. Is Jim that Gordon. just the most delightful sequence or what? I mean, mm-hmm. that is so fun. That, yeah, yeah. I love, I love everything about day. that. You know, that they, uh, they have the, the little sardine can that they use when right. they're sitting in the city. <laughs> they roll on the top, you know, and and uh, it's so clever. And Bernard's so paranoid and scared, and Miss Bianca's loving every second of it, and it's just the cutest. Yeah, and it also is is, is the scene that brings Bernard and Bianca. I think where they have kind of a bonding yeah. moment too, which is pretty. I think they kind of I mean, snuggle adorable. together. In yeah. That. It's in adorable. that. Uh, 
Uh, and then, so that I, I think those are all really funny uh, scenes with with Orville. Jim Jordan's a lot of fun, and it's just a clever idea. I guess originally they were going to go with pigeons. Uh, it, Boy, they made a good decision. I was reading, and yeah, yeah, they they said that uh, that. Uh, but I guess that in one of the True Life Adventures, Ole Johnson had said that in one of the True Life Adventures that they that albatrosses were really bad at taking off and landing, and that they were just like flopping all over the place. And so that's where they got the idea to do the albatross. Albatross Air uh, was from one of the True Life Adventures. That's so fun because that's perfect because. Uh... That's what makes it so fun, I think, too, is the, you know, <laughs> his, and the way they animated it is just so, is so terrific. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the way they an, animated the bird, I love, I just, I love that whole scene. Uh, and again, another, uh, Shelby Flint's back for, for some, again, the smooth stylings of, she, of Shelby <laughs> Flint, right? But it's it's a cute song. Day. Yeah. Yes. And uh, and so then even Rude is kind of our other and and the uh the redneck creatures are the sort stars. of our other comic relief. The hill, yeah. The, the, the swamp the swamp people, the hillbillies or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But even rude is pretty cute. Even and I, rude. Even rude. I love and you know, however they did the sound design on Even Rude, I just think is brilliant. That <laughs> You know, that buzzing that they have him do and when he gets all tired. Yeah. And, uh, and the animation's so fun. I think it's the, I think this thing is so clever. That that little leaf boat that they're in. Um I guess uh, I was reading they used to have a uh, Bugs Life adventure or something like that at Animal Kingdom, I think. And or one of the Walt Disney World parks. And they were saying that I guess they have a little Easter egg you could find you used to be able to find uh, even rude there in the bugs life thing which is cute which is cute i love that yeah (laughs) and i think there's an easter egg i think that her i could be mistaken but isn't her teddy teddy bear winnie the pooh you know that penny um, has maybe Maybe. i i I, but you know i've never thought that because just the way they they should maybe maybe it is but he's shirtless yeah you know which maybe kind of changed look but I, I i just thought to, personally i just thought teddy was teddy but that doesn't mean that it wasn't intended to be something else you know <laughs> yeah and so they make her go down into the cave and bianca and bernard are there with uh with her and they finally they find the devil's eye in which is this gigantic <laughs> diamond right left from a pirate treasure or something we assume yeah. right is it yeah, yeah. And so they they're able to get it out, and so Medusa finally has her diamond. And Snoop's uh, who there's uh, Snoop's is, is her henchman, and I and there's the two uh, two gators there, and uh, that she's that her her pets. And there is a pretty good scene where. Uh, the gators use the organ to try to get. Well, Bernard I really Bianca. love. That. I really love that scene. I think that that's it's it's clever, and and 
I don't know. Those scenes where Bernard and Bianca are in real danger, I, I, I like. And go, mm-hmm. you know, I don't. I, yeah. I don't mean to go super dark. You know, <laughs> like, here are heroes. You know. Yeah. In mortal danger, but but uh, I think that's what's that's what's for me the that ongoing theme of here are these two little creatures, but it's out of small things come that which is great is really you know. Uh-huh. What, is how I how I view it. So I think these two, these two little mice are able to do a lot, and and I, I think sublimely as a kid I was inspired by that, and as an adult I'm inspired by it because I think they persevere. They, I mean, this is this is tough. I mean, those that organ sequence. I mean, it's, I know it was kind of played for last, but it's also kind of harrowing because what are they to do? You know, they can't. They can't fight those that air current that's coming up from the pipes. Anyway, I love I, yeah. just, I love I love that sequence. I think it's so well animated. Yeah, that that that's a a, a, a tense, definitely a tense sequence. Mm-hmm. And I think because the the crocodiles don't or the gators is it gators or crocodiles? Uh, you know, I I don't know. Let's look it up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but uh, I think that they're alligators. Brutus and Nero, alligator. Well, actually, they well, they they get identified as as both um, Medusa. I think she says she refers to them as as Crocs. They're saying. I think that's in the other one. Um, he he calls them Crocs in the uh, rescuers down under. In the rescuers down. Under. I think they're at least according to Wikipedia. They are trained American alligators. Okay. But I get them very confused too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get, I get <laughs> them confused. confused. But yeah. anyway, yeah, that one, that's a pretty good scene. And so there's the whole backwoods group uh, that comes with the magic moonshine, which is, is another in our long line of, of drunk, of drunk characters in Disney. Uh, I know. Films. Of drunk characters in a Disney movie. <laughs> 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 it's um, such an interesting trope don't you his, think his, his whole role is just to be to have this moonshine yeah isn't yeah. it luke luke uh, like the, his, <laughs> his wife keeps screaming at him yeah <laughs> uh, yeah uh so it's it's funny and i think that was a thing like in the late 70s that was sort of there was like hillbilly music and culture and and the you know beverly hillbillies and some yeah. of that kind of stuff was, yeah. was pretty popular uh the and so yeah and they end up uh they they end up going after medusa ends up uh fighting off the the, the uh, gators and uh then we get a news story that uh that uh, the the devil's eyes at the Smithsonian and Penny's been adopted, and she thinks uh, on the at the news story she thinks Bernard Bianca, the mice, and they're there to do their own uh, their own mission their next mission they're watching and so yeah this one's n- not one that I particularly enjoy. Uh, but I have to say, I did, I did like it better watching them together. 
I think if you're going to watch these movies, I think yeah. doing a double header is kind of a little bit more fun because I don't know. I just, I had never done that before until today and I watched them together and I think I prefer it. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I had to watch them separately, but you know, I could watch the Respers any day and, and think it's a good day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so, uh, it's yeah so uh, then we had rescuers down under and this came in 1990 it was the first canon uh sequel sequel they ever done uh, and i know some people count the package films as sequels but i don't i don't either <laughs> i don't uh and uh, so this to me is the first real sequel that they had ever done and uh this takes a a really different tone uh to uh the um the first one this one is an action adventure story uh and not really a film noir mystery and yeah i agree yeah so i i prefer it much more than the first but it definitely has some of the same elements of the first like mcleach is really scary oh he's pure evil yeah you know he is yeah really he's scary, scary. And, and so menacing i mean his his uh vehicle is so menacing yeah, yeah. <laughs> just i mean yeah everything about him little that that salamander thing you know joanna whatever is yeah creepy and you know i mean yeah every everything about every everything about McLeach is We'll be talking about the the Twitter Twitter's response to both movies, but Joanna's a big hit amongst the Twitter. Oh, interesting! Uh, yeah, people love people really people, like Joanna. People are into Joanna. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a I popular. Excited. I'm excited. Villain. I'm excited <laughs> here. Well, it is a popular villain sidekick, uh, and uh, yeah, so this one it, it really sticks out in the Disney Renaissance because. I mean, it is a sequel, but it's also the only non-musical to come out right. that whole decade. Yeah. And so it's it definitely is a unique kind of film. It's a really unique film. And I, you know, I think the history behind it is interesting because if I'm not mistaken, I read that it they, they started thinking about it in 1986. You know, Michael Eisner and Jeffrey Katzenberg took over the reigns of the Disney movie studios in 1984. So, you know, they were looking at, these were, these were both seasoned movie guys. You know, they both, both Eisner and Katzenberg were from, came from Paramount pictures and they were looking for a sequel. Cause that's just what you do. Right. In, uh-huh. in, 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 in the movie business. And I mean, I was glad that they picked it because, you know, of my fondness for the, for the first film and I mean, thankfully, uh, both Bob Newhart and Ava Gabor were alive. Right. I think Ava Gabor died not too long after the film was released, if I'm not mistaken. So, but I was glad they both were able to, you know, return. Uh, Bernard Fox, I think that he was back for Rescuers Down Under. Oh, yeah. To the same. I mean, know, the, that, that openings, the, the rest, when they're having the Rescuers uh, Aid Society scene, it looks identical to yeah. the past i mean I, I really noticed it because i was watching back to back yeah and it looks exactly the same oh yeah it's just really that because cool. everything else looks very different stylistically yeah. but that part that they they they, they, they captured although i yeah. you know can we talk about the animation for a bit on this movie though, right? yeah because so, that's the, the things that i just 
adore about the rescuers down under uh is this animation yeah so the animation is one of the it's the first film that they had used the cap system uh for the full you know for just a segment like they had done for great mouse detective uh they or beating uh, well they'll do for beating the beast but this uh they used the cap system which was what pixar invented uh, and the folks there and basically it made hand painted cells you didn't have to do it anymore that yeah, it was like it was... digital digital inking and painting mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and i think that it looks amazing there are a few times when it doesn't quite hold up like well, i think yeah, there's a agreed. few things that looked really good at the time but now yeah, look but now like weird. yeah yeah, particularly this the Sydney Opera House looks really weird. I think well, that it looks, looks a little out of place. It only yeah, it's almost like it's too digital. You know, they didn't quite get it. I'm with yeah, you. it's too it's too digital. It looks it kind of takes you out of the movie for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I saw this film. So one interesting thing about the release of this film is that. It was a double feature. It was they they, yeah. they put the Prince and the Popper, the, the 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 animated Prince and the Popper was starring Mickey Mouse. Yeah, which was uh, so funny because so that was twenty. I think that's short. It's twenty like twenty five minutes. Yeah, it's a long. It's a long short. <laughs> so when people were so mad about Olaf, I was like, uh, like people, it's, it's not like this has never happened before. It's yeah. been done. I mean, how it's long is done. um. Mickey's Christmas Carol that was put before, uh, <laughs> uh, and and this you know had the long short before. I don't. Yeah, know. It's not like it's I, never happened before. Yeah, I, that whole. I mean, I know that there's like <laughs> some frozen fatigue going on, but still, it's like people. This is a treat. Like you get like kind of a double feature. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> but I saw and, and Rachel, I saw it in the Villa Theater. You know, I mean, oh, you did? Yes, oh. and and I went opening weekend, and uh, it. I of course I was just wowed. I was just absolutely dazzled by this. You know, particularly it was the it was the caps system. You know that I had I learned about after the fact. But right. Wow. I mean, it was yeah. so. It looked so different and so beautiful. You know, yeah. and. Uh, uh, but also what was sad too is that it was a real box office disappointment. You know, yeah. it didn't it didn't do well that opening weekend. And then Jeffrey Kastenberg, you know, my favorite, you know, not. Yeah, he just kind of buried it. He buried it. He just said, Well, okay, let's not you know, we'll just we'll just let we'll let it die. And they they yeah. stopped advertising it and and uh and so it's it's also one of those films of the Renaissance that just really didn't perform, you know. Yeah. And and uh but regardless, it's I'm with you. It's so interesting that it's not yeah the non the non musical, and then just that caps animation for the most part, yeah. Still, I think really really dazzles. And I thought Disney Disney Plus had a very nice print of it as they typically yeah. do. You know, I thought it looked the scenes that that still looked good. I thought looked really good. <laughs> yeah, the thing I think that makes this so much more palatable to me is that I you have cody like having some joy uh flying with marahute 
And those scenes are so just so uh, lovely. And I think so I wish wonderful. that like from the very beginning of the first one, it's just sad penny, sad penny, sad penny. Mm-hmm. And you never get, uh, I don't know. I just, I love that they did that. And then I also appreciate the fact that in this one, even though McLeach is awful, uh, he's Cody's never actually alone in this movie. He's always right. with the, all the other people that all the other all these that are, animals yeah yeah there's, that there's, are locked up and so there's there, like comic relief animals there to help him yeah i just think it makes it way more pleasant it's just much fun more fun to me yeah this movie it's, than it's the definitely <laughs> the um the tone is so much lighter yeah uh, and, for sure so how do you feel about john candy stepping in and being the brother <laughs> being wilbur i thought it was brother? clever i thought yeah. it was funny you know that yeah. this play on the right brothers you know yeah. um uh i i i, I, th- I thought it was i thought it was fun one of the one of the things that i don't just love about the rescuers down under mm-hmm. is i feel like sometimes these sequences are just a little bit too long Mm. you know like when 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 we first when we first meet it's wilbur right or is it yeah, wilbur, yeah, he, wilbur. It's wilbur um you know how he's doing that big like johnny be good so you know that that oh yeah he's rocking out i mean and it's clever and the animation is fun but it's like you know we get it let's let's keep let's keep it moving let's uh-huh. keep it moving. yeah I can and there's, see a, that. there's a few of those for me uh-huh. in the restaurants down under but yeah, I can see that. And uh the I do think though the Matt's the the crazy doctors, like I feel like my head's in a vice. And then he looks is that is in a vice. That is probably the closest that Disney gets to two Looney Tunes in, yeah. in a lot of different movies. I mean, it's really madcap and it I, is it's super madcap, yeah. And I think it's really funny i mean because i love john candy that's probably part of it but i don't know i think it's pretty funny <laughs> i think like, john oh, candy ladies, was, please, was, no. a, was a brilliant choice and i think that sequence is a lot of fun too again it kind of runs a little it, it probably does yeah. however though i mean it's so nitpicky it's because it's just fun you yeah. know it's cl- and i'm with you it's it's almost surprising that it made it into a Disney film. I know. It feels... It's, it's pretty twisted. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. But in yeah. a good way. Yeah. And uh, the music is definitely very John Williams-esque, I oh, would say. stars. That music. Um, Bruce Broughton, I hope I'm saying Bruce that. Bruce Broughton, was, yeah. Uh, saying his name right. Yeah, it is. It's very John Williams-esque. And, and I love it. Mm-hmm. You know? Speaking of Disney, well, Disney World, that that uh, I think it's the end credits scene, but it's one of the it's one of the, like the main it's the, the very John Williams uh, uh, music, you know, the, the the kind of the theme of the movie. They they played it at this uh, fountain of nations that they have at Epcot. Like every fifteen uh-huh. minutes, they do like they have this dancing water scene and. Uh, dancing water stuff with the fountains and then they play different music to go with it and my favorite was always that one when they played that song apart from the rescuers that was always one i was always happy with that yeah. it was going when i was there because yeah. it's, it's such cool it's it's, it's such cool music yeah. yeah there's a great scene because they introduced this character named jake who's kind of, is, is an adventurer He's basically the aussie 
he's like crocodile yeah. Dundee. Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh and there's a great scene, one of the best in the movie, in my opinion, at least, that where they're hiding they have to hide in the tracks of the of the tractor of the oh, stars. And, and again, that's one of those where they're in, you know, they're in danger and it's yeah. so cool and it's so yeah. gripping, you know. I love that it I feels, love that scene. I mean, it really feels thematically similar to Andy getting dragged behind the uh the 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 jeep in uh oh, yeah in raiders it Absolutely. feels it has a similar kind of get beneath the tracks and and they 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 lasso the themselves out of there and and it's pretty it's pretty fun it's pretty exciting and uh how do you feel about the fact that they kind of sideline uh bernard in this movie with the whole they kind of give him the christoph treatment of that's good to say. You're, uh, yeah, it's the Kristoff. <laughs> you're, you're proposing this entire movie. You know, I've, I I appreciate the, the character arc that they're giving to Bernard in this film. Because he's got to really uh, step it up, you uh-huh. know. And, uh, and they give him a lot of opportunity to do that. I remember thinking the first time, I mean... Sometimes I find that a little frustrating because it's just like, oh no, he's going to lose the ring, or something's going to happen, and then, you know, mm-hmm. clearly this is going to go on for the entire movie, and it and it and it did. But uh, I I I I think it's very satisfying when 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 finally near the you know near in the third act when when he he basically wrangles that is it that is it a snake or is it a warthog? It's, yeah, or some, it's, or some it's kind of some kind of cre- yeah. creature or something, right. but he. He, he he gets its attention and gets it under control, and it, it takes him where he wants where he wants to go. And you, you you're cheering right. him on, you know. And and then also he's got to work through his insecurities because here, you know, Jake is putting the moves on on, on his woman. <laughs> he's got to. Oh, it's know. a warthog. Remember That's a warthog. Yeah, it? the okay. warthog. Yeah, that's right. And, 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 and he does it. He copies what Jake had said. You yes, know, like, uh, you're going to stop. You're going to do what I tell you. I can't remember mm-hmm. exactly what he says, he follows, but yeah, he follows Jake's lead. But he's got to like get over his insecurities too about about Jake, you know, and and yeah. uh, and know that he's going to be able to. Yes, get, get yeah. Together with Miss Bianca. What do you I, think? You about know, it? I I you know I love romantic comedy, so like I, I had fun with that part of it. Yeah, I I like a kind of. I mean, I liked it. Christoph did it too. I get the complaint. Yes. It is a one note character, but I was I was fine with it in Frozen Two, and I was fine with it here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I I I can see what you're saying. With I do love the whole sequence where you see them making the pea soup at the beginning, oh, and yeah. uh, the <laughs> I <did too. laughs> the whole and, mouse and, side of the of the fine. Uh, kitchen oh and, and that, he keeps trying and trying and trying to say and she it, it keeps getting interrupted and i think that whole part it's kind of classic rom-com kind of it is it's, energy it's, it's, it's to all, it. it is and, and i and i really like it too and, and i love the animation i mean, i think it's it's one of those scenes where all that all the tech really works you know the, the, uh-huh. the way it's snowing and and uh yeah i love it I think that uh, McLeach's scariest moment is when he's throwing those knives. Oh my stars! <laughs> Isn't that horrible? Really scary. Yeah, like, dude. 
And <laughs> so yeah, he's 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 captured poor little Cody, and he's got Cody in his lair, right? And is, is he throwing trying. them? Is he throwing the knives in his lair as Cody's like trying to run yeah, away or something? Yeah, and there's a map, and he's yeah. saying, "Is he in, is she in the devil's lair or whatever the names are?" I can't oh, remember. Yeah, yeah and, I'm trying to find Marahute, right? But, yeah. uh-huh. And uh, so then he figures out that he's going to kind of basically let Cody go and then follow him, and that's how yeah. it's going. Right, figured out. I mean, and, and you feel bad for Cody's mom. Oh, Cody's mom. Dead. Thinks they, he's they dead. Find, yeah, they found his pack like it had been chewed by you know crocodiles, the crocs, or the gators, or whichever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They are. <laughs> um, you know, again, this is the only other thing I'm going to nitpick on, or maybe there'll be one other thing. But and I can't remember Rachel. This is before or after this, but when Cody is stuck. Look at when he gets when he's locked in the cage with all those other animals. There's the uh-huh. all, all those you know all these all these cool animals that are in, are in, are native to Australia, right? Which is I thought was really cool. I love that part. Uh-huh. Um, but that whole sequence is that Frank isn't Frank's the one that's freaking out, right? Yeah, and I mean he's funny, but to me I was like I, this scene could be cut in half, and I'd be okay mm-hmm. with it. And again, maybe. I, I'm just being a curmudgeon. I don't, I don't, <laughs> no, I don't I mean to be. I can see that. Be. I can see that. I do like the uh, the reason why people like Joanna is I think that whole scene with them, him and the eggs, trying to get the eggs oh, uh, from. That the, is so satisfying. Is a really funny scene. Yeah. It's very so, well done. It is so well done. And you know, when you, when it's finally revealed that, that, that uh, Bernard's watching the eggs, you know, that he's got, he's got them hidden. Uh-huh. Uh, that's just the, the coolest. I just that just makes me so happy. Um, I also like uh, George C. Scott in Asm Cleach and when I do too a lot when he when he's singing uh, the he's like I didn't get through the third grade for nothing and, <laughs> and, like yeah and uh, and then he's singing you get a line and I'll get a pull lady and and yeah. you know, this whole song and. I think he's 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 scary. He's very scary, but he's uh, he's having a, a pretty good time. I think. Doing and it. you know, and talking about me, like so at the very, you know, in that final that final conflict scene, I mean, he's like tied Cody up onto that crane. Yeah. I mean, what in the world? What a horrible <laughs> person! Yeah, but I think Cody is way better than Penny. A million times over. <laughs> He's so much cooler. <laughs> I like him so much better. <laughs> I like them both equally, but that's, uh, <laughs> that's an agree to disagree. <laughs> um, I just, I, well, and again, I feel like you get to know him better. You do. You, you yeah, spend you, time you with him as a character. Uh, that and you it's don't just really said you get, get that happy time right? with him, which yeah. is just the most, one of the more exhilarating in sequences of the film too yeah and i think that the cody flying on marahute i think it it i don't think there's as good a flying in a movie until how to train your dragon i can't think of any other time that's as yeah beautiful it's so good just flying it's, it is it's beautiful the animation is so stunning the music is so great and yeah it's 
It's, it's one of my favorite. That's one of those I could just like watch over and over too. I love that scene so much. Yeah, I do too. I think it's really, really nice. And so, yeah, it's, uh, and then you, you end the movie with Bernard proposing. He's not going to wait another second longer. And so that's fun. And uh, this movie, it was directed by Mike Gabriel and a uh, uh, Hendel Butoy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think either of them ever did it, any other directing that I'm aware of. Yeah. And it's too bad because I think they did a good job. No, I guess yeah. uh, Mike Gabriel directed. I was going to say Mike Gabriel did some other. Yeah, Mike Gabriel co directed Pocahontas with, with uh, Eric um, Goldberg. Goldberg. Okay. And yeah. Hendel. Um, anyway, so yeah, uh, that is um, uh, the uh, the rescuers down under. So you prefer the first? I you know, I I like them both very much, but I do prefer the first. I have the rescuers. I, this will be on the H where you have you know, the ranking. I have the rescuers at number nine in my in my oh, wow. ranking. My favorite. So ranking. funny. I have it at 52 in my yeah. last ranking. <laughs> We're kind of, it's like, yeah, opposite ends. <laughs> so we had a ton of Twitter comments and, so for both and, of these films. Yeah, I want to, and we also need to tell them where we ranked Rescuers Down Under too, but we can do that after Twitter comments. But and, I'll be interested to know where you ranked it. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Rescuers Down Under, I have, let me find it. Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, no, I have Riskers under at 30. Okay, so I have it at 22. Okay, good. So, good. Yeah. All right. So uh, some, so we had some uh, a ton of comments on both films. On The Rescuers, we have uh, Jonathan Garzi says, I remember watching this as a child and being totally enchanted by the story, the animation, and the music. But I looked it up on IMDb and it came out my senior year of high school. Hmm. It must have appealed to the child in my heart. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Uh, and so then we have Becca. She says, I watched it this past weekend, pulled at my heart, just like I remembered as a kid. One thing though, the animation seems less advanced than movies that had come before it, which was odd to me. Wonder if anyone else thought the same, which we've we talked about for sure yeah, first say, yeah. uh beth uh, music chick she says uh rescuers down under is better i think this one is was too dark for me when i was little uh cameron ward says the sequel is great but the original is fairly forgettable i still love the two leads but that's about it uh yeah boy says it's very underrated hannah tiny book dragon she says thoroughly enjoy this movie found it sad uh sadly very relatable as a child also an underrated villain uh ryan uh says it's a really cute film uh aaron already says i love it it's a childhood favorite and i was so glad when my nieces and nephews loved it too uh and so then for rescuers down under uh we have uh jonathan j north says a rare sequel that feels like a natural follow-up to the original and doesn't seem like it was made to cash in on the original i already loved the characters but they introduced great new ones including a great villain and a hilarious villain sidekick i love joanna so santa here's that joanna love yeah santa mcdonough (laughs) has joanna uh 
uh, two exclamation points and I love that movie. Uh, <laughs> Jess Lambert, she says, fantastic. McLeach is an incredibly underrated villain. Joanna is beautiful. Comic relief. Cody is adorable. The Golden Eagle was a feat. Uh, Bravo, Glenn Keane, and Bianca and Bernard proposal storyline is so good. Uh, Hannah says, unpopular opinion, but I actually prefer the first one. But I still think this is a very good sequel in comparison to some other sequels. Uh, LOL, underappreciated villain sidekick Joanna is fantastic comic relief. <laughs> one, a bunch of just gifts and stuff of Joanna. Uh, Brett, uh, <laughs> uh, Brett Haynes says, love, love this, that. Yeah. Brett Haynes says, love this movie. My biggest complaint is as an Aussie, they, why couldn't they have gotten an Aussie actor to voice the villain? Beautiful. Yeah. And yeah. that really brings that out back to life. Uh, Mike K say it's one of the best Disney sequels ever produced and a terrific showcase for what was then a new animation program called caps. And Kyle says, the unsung hero of the Disney Renaissance, a really fun, breezy adventure that made some technical leaps for the studio. It says, the original is definitely darker and more orig- more emotional. This was more straightforward adventure with likable characters, though the scene of Cody's mother thinking her son is dead was pretty effective. Yeah. And the, uh, the supporting cast seems to really carry... The rescuers down under McLeach, Joanna, Jake, Wilbur, the doctor, etc. Whereas in the rescuers, Bernardo Bianca and Penny carry it. Uh, so, and then he added on rescuers. He says, since uh, he says his two cents is the best single story Disney animated feature of the seventies, a gloomier adventure with some standout animation from the retiring nine old men and more Walt like in its aims than Aristocats robin hood still sluggish at times so there we go outstanding <laughs> your awesome followers are <laughs> delivering the goods again yes so thank you so much for those comments and we are going to since we are still going uh, going crazy with qu- quarantine uh we're gonna do two episodes in july in J- june slash july uh, more uh, and we're going to hopefully if Mulan comes out uh, we are going to do our review of Mulan uh, towards the end of July uh, with Kristen Milando uh, that and she's an awesome YouTuber and so that's gonna be really really fun I'm excited about that too mm-hmm. yeah uh, so but we we decided we're going to do one in between so uh, that leaves it up to chance with the random number the generator. Random number generator. <laughs> so let's do this. All right. So next up we have we'll be doing Sword in the Stone, which is not one of my favorites. So that'll be a fun one to visit and talk yeah, about. Yeah, I it's I, I don't it's not one of my favorites either. I, I there's a few things I like about it and I'll I'll be happy to rewatch it again. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's it's definitely um the Sherman Brothers uh, music. Not is high. Not high on my list. Uh, yeah. We can watch a squirrel get his heart broken. Oh. <laughs> so sad. So let us know if you're listening. Let us know what your thoughts are for both of the Rescuers films. How do you rank them? What, what do you think is 
better or uh, not as good about one or the other, we'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments section or on Twitter. That would be really fun. And uh, so, Stanford, where can people find you? I'm on Twitter, at Stanford Clark, and I have a movie blog and podcast at moviespastandpresent.com. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please check all of that out. And also you can find me at the Hallmarkies podcast where I have a ton of fun. So please let us know. And you can make sure you're following following us at Disney Talking on Twitter. Uh, and we'd love to hear your thoughts there. So please check that out. And uh, Thanks again uh, for talking. This was fun. It was. This was fun, and, and even even though we've got disagreement, it's still so much fun to chat with you. Thank you, Rachel. It was it was great. So again, let us know your thoughts, and we'll talk to you all later. Bye, everyone. Bye.